The holiday season is upon us and most Europeans have escaped to the pastures green or to the seaside and the temperatures are high. Actually, from the both climate change view, but also in the relationship point of view. So I wonder how is it with the rest of the world? Do you take your holidays in August? In my native Finland, Schools actually start mid-August and there has been a long 10-week holiday for children. After all, that's practically the length of the whole summer. And even I have returned to work after a month in my beautiful Finland and in the UK. Um, and I have opened my calendar up for four new private coaching clients as well. If you're interested, see the show notes and let's explore coaching. You get the first 30 minutes for free and already one of the slots have been taken. So to hurry if you are looking forward to having some delicious and juicy tantric sex coaching or relationship coaching with your partner. And if you wish to learn more about my coaching style, I would remind you to go to the episode 15 called What is Tantric Coaching? Vacations are amazing, but How many times, hand on your heart, have you come back from a holiday and felt that you need another one just to recover from the first one? Yes, me. Vacations can cause stress and according to the studies, also depression and even breakups. And I'd like to discuss the latter today and how to become more conscious of what might be going on in these holiday dramas or mm, not really going into that in that much detail, but actually what can you do? So perhaps for the first time in my own life, a multi-generational holiday went really, really well. Well, actually a holiday that went really well for the first time. There was a lot of fun and peace, varied activities and enough rest for everybody, collaboration and really pulling together. All in all, extremely, extremely pleasant. And it made me really to reflect why that was. So my name is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. But before we start, I'd like to remind you, if you're a listening, if you're a listener uh, that uses podcast platform called Stitcher, that on 29th of August or 28th of August, it will cease to function. So please go to their website, stitcher.com, to see their uh, frequently asked questions and resubscribe to this show on another platform, either their sister platform called Pandora or on Apple or Spotify or wherever, or even my favorite Deezer, for example. So why do we get triggered during holidays and vacations? We go on a holiday and expect it to strengthen our relationships, but instead we end up splitting up or arguing. I mean, of course, most of us don't have the luxury of having lots of holidays to take on pay and then even little money to, to spend on the holiday under the current economic climate. So the expectations for these few days run extremely, extremely high. So there is that awareness first of all. But even if we have a good fortune to have plenty of time and funds, the stress can increase from different cultural contexts, but also from unresolved family and relationship issues, mental health issues, 
and even from the need to please everyone, to keep everyone else happy to the extent that we end up neglecting our own needs and feel exhausted, needing to have that other holiday after the vacation. So the latter can stem from a trauma where your childhood needs weren't met or you have had an incident or several that have caused you to fawn. The fourth F of the famous stress cycle we all express and, and in, in some extent act, act this way, either fighting, fleeing, freezing or fawning. And fawning is that please mode of action. And that can actually become a trademark or, or kind of a habit of always reacting to things like that. And I actually love Esther Perel's quote that goes something like this, that tell me how you were loved as a child and I'll tell you how you show up in the world, including your relationships. And I've done an episode of these attachment styles as they are called in episode six. So please, if you're interested, go and listen to that again. So I have my five things to do for you to have a happy holiday, whether you're doing it a solo, as a solo trip, solo traveler, or with your lover or partner or partners and lovers, um, or with like a multi-generational family, bringing your children and grandparents and everybody on the same trip. That's actually a thing now. Lots of people are doing that, which is great, but it does have a lot of risks. And I'd love you to be mindful and, and aware of those risks. Because what happens is that when we get together with different kind of dynamics and different ways of operating in the world and Often we don't have um, the luxury to resolve our childhood issues and we're still trying to kind of suppress things and we're still trying to kind of do the opposite to our parents because we didn't appreciate the way we were parented. And there are these different ways of people putting expectations on these holidays. And if you are the one who's organizing it a lot of stress will be put, a lot of expectations will be put on you. So my number one tip, my one number one tantric uh, tip would be how to have, what to do to have a happy holiday. So number one, be, don't do. <laughs> the first thing to do is to stop doing and start being. We should actually re rename our species into human beings. Whoops, whoa. But we are human beings, not human doings. In Tantra, the main thing to happiness is all about beingness. Having that kind of awareness and consciousness of being in the moment, being in the present, having the focus on what's happening in our bodies and being flowing with that. No need to achieve anything on a holiday. I mean, you're, for goodness sake, you're achieving all the time, you know, with, you know, the, the family life, the work life, the, the community, whatever you're doing in, in, in a kind of extent that you always get left last and your needs are not going to be met. So I would really invite you to stop achieving on your holiday and stop having to-do lists, including if you go abroad, 
and uh, and are going into you know you're going into a new city or a new vacation uh, resort or whatever it is and you want to do this all all these new activities and learn this learn that or you want to you know take those selfies from these amazing uh, landmarks that everybody knows but i really believe that if you allow yourself to have a really bored really really bored you know there's nothing to do you're going to chillax you're going to relax and chill out and that boredom will allow your creative juices to flow this is your holiday too after all you don't need to take the selfie in that sightseeing place with all the other hundreds of thousands before you and after you I mean, how boring is that actually? And it kind of a different kind of a boring to see them on social media. You know, how many Eiffel Towers or, or, um, uh, whatever you, you can see on, on your Instagram. So I would really invite you to release all expectations and get curious about your present moment. How do you feel? Ask yourself. What would be the most loving and kind thing for you right now? What would, what would feel most loving and kind for you right now? Stop and listen to your body. What does your body want to do right now? Is it to chill and relax, to sleep perhaps more, to make love, to eat? What kind of food? Or water? Have some water instead of alcohol? Don't need to get drunk every night on your holiday. And I mean, if you remember from the last, not last episode, I think it was the episode before, that I said emotions and feelings are different. I think that was episode 23. So to feel, to allow yourself to feel more and not bottle up your emotions, not suppress even sadness, but welcoming it, the less drama, less dramatic emotions and reactivity reactions there will be on your holiday when you get tr triggered and you will get triggered unless you're a saint or enlightened being and have done so much healing and self-love practices you know just and this is this is something you might find bizarre but you must know me by now that I would always encourage this is to go towards your sex and sexuality so just touching your genitalia in a loving way, first thing in the morning, whilst really focusing on your sensations and feelings, feeling those, you don't need to self-pleasure immediately or, or not at all, just touching and really saying, hi, I love you. That can make a massive difference to the happiness of your holiday and also increase the connection of your heart and love with your genitalia, with your pussy, with your cock. And that's what we're missing in this world, desperately, is that connection. Right. And number two, my tantric tip, number two for happy holiday is breath. And um, when things get tough, if you start feeling triggered or if there's Something, something happening in any tricky situ situation, I would always invite you to concentrate on your out breath, your exhale. It's always, always the best hack, if you like. It, it sounds very simplistic, 
I, I get that. But breathing is one of the most powerful life hacks you can ever have. And the tip is to extend the exhale and focus on that rather than the inhale. The inhale will always take care of itself. So inhale for the count of four and exhale on the count of eight until you feel calm. You can actually do this in bed if you can't sleep. You can just exhale longer, double the time you inhale. And this will kickstart your parasympathetic nervous system and will help you to relax and digest. So focus on your breathing when you feel like reacting or feel some emotions rising up and stay with your body through breathing and you stay in the present moment through breathing instead of going into drama or an emotional reaction of fight, flight, freeze or fawn. You might remember actually that breath is one of my holistic sex tools I wrote about in the um, pleasure, pleasure is Your Birthright uh, booklet. So you can download it for free if you haven't yet done so, and you can you can find the link from the show notes. I'll, I'll put it up there. So what is my number three? This is my favorite. My number three tantric tip for happy holidays is self-pleasure. <laughs> and I do mean it. I mean, even if you are in a relationship and you are on holiday with your partner, Take time to use these holistic sex tools and practice self-pleasure. You can actually make it clear from the beginning of the holiday that you will need your own me time and leave it at that. You don't need to explain what you're going to do with your me time. You know, it's something that you can book it, you know, a slot in your diary, or maybe you decide that first thing in the morning or whilst others are doing sightseeing or calling down by the pool or the, the be beach, you can always join them later, but take that time and really feel that delicious, juicy time with yourself and have that date with yourself and have some sexual play. Because sex is one of the biggest part of stress on holidays. There's lots and lots of expectations and lots to lose if things go as you or they wish. But if you look after, I mean, think about this. If you look after yourself through self-pleasure, a lot of tension and stress dissipates and you feel more relaxed, happier and more eager to have partnered sexual play too. So by activating your pleasure centers, your erogenous zones, you'll be ready for more and you will have this je ne sais quoi, you know, feeling in your body, you feel more alive, you feel more energetic, you feel more one with everything, with the world. So number four is getting into the flow. And that's that could be through self-pleasure because you really forget the time and the place and you really are there with yourself. So when you're focusing something that you you um you do with uh, with great attention Afterwards, you realize that you forgot the time and you actually had fun. It was really good time. And that could be on your own or it could, it could be with other people. It could be even just watching other people or nature around you and really taking everything in with your five senses or even playing a game with the others or concentrating on a really tricky puzzle. Actually, research on well-being shows that when you stretch outside of your comfort zone, and you are learning a new skill, for instance, I don't know, kite surfing or mastering that yoga sauna or meditating, you will enter a flow state 
that brings meaning to your life and to your holiday. Meaning is really important because I'm not preaching. I'm not teaching you to be a, just a, you know, navel gazing, narcissistic psychopath, you know, sociopath. I want you to have meaning in your life. I want you to enjoy your life, but also so that others around you enjoy. Remember, the selfishly happy revolution starts from within. You healing yourself, you knowing your needs, you meeting your own needs, taking responsibility for your own reactions and your emotions. And then by changing yourself, you, you change others through that dynamic and they will see that they, they can't put their finger on it. But when you're calm, peaceful and happy and full of pleasure, they will feel it. They will, they will change too. And the world at large will change too. So even, an old fashioned reading a book, you know, that is touching story. You really immerse yourself into the story could take you into that flow state too. And it allows you to feel. And I would, you know, whatever emotions, whatever feelings and sensations come up, please welcome them. Let them come. Don't suppress them because that's where the drama lies. Suppression. So anything that focuses you. And not numbs you like, I don't know, too much social media, just aimlessly scrolling down or too much of alcohol or watching porn. You know, those, those numb you. They, they are there to take your mind away from the, uh, suppressed emotions or feeling anything. So I really challenge you. Learn, for instance, tantric sex. If you need any tips or advice or coaching, let me know. I'm here to serve after my own wonderful holiday and I'm full, not empty or stressed. I'm here for you. So take inspiration from that and really go towards your edges, get into that flow state and really play with yourself. Get curious, have an adventure. And number five, finally, spend time with the others. As I said, earlier, you know, this is tantric sex and selfishly happy revolution is not about becoming hedonistic narcissist. It's about thriving within others, with, with others. I am because we are. That's an old Ubuntu saying in Africa. It's very important to understand that thriving comes from other people within the communities, within the families, within the relationships. So even if you are a solo traveler, reach out to others and join in, even if it's just, I don't know, volleyball, you know, or, or beach rugby or something in the sand. Or if it's, if you are with family and friends, do something new together or something old, just something that makes you feel that, yeah, this is my, these are my people. I'm seen. I feel, you know, I'm allowed. I'm to be me, full, full me. I don't need to be smaller, bigger, better, thinner, prettier, more handsome, calmer, funnier, anything. You know, when you accept yourself the way you are through Tantra and through all these holistic tools I've taught you throughout this uh, podcast, more you accept others and more they accept you. So there is that love first coming from the self. And then you can receive and you can also give. So you can also take this time with the others, with your family and friends, um, kind of a 
like kind of a open-mindedness of doing something that you wouldn't normally do that you think, oh, this is not my thing, you know, <laughs> you know, that's not me. But actually, again, going out outside of your comfort zone is good for you. You grow when you stretch. You grow when you, when you go beyond your normal routines and habits. You need to get out of there, you know, and do something, something, even if it doesn't feel exciting and, you know, adrenaline, um, inducing, you know, just do something different. At least one thing. Every day, if you do something different that you've never done before, even if it's just getting out of the bed, you know, standing up with the, you know, other leg first or, you know, brushing your teeth by standing on one foot or I don't know, just anything. Instead of coffee, have tea or orange juice. So, you know, you can, you can really create these beautiful new memories when you don't have to be afraid that because of your unmet childhood needs or because of some traumas you've had in your life, you will get triggered and you have to be in this high vigilant state all the time and expect something's going to happen and go wrong and you get triggered. You can just spend time in a simple, simplest of things like cooking together. And sharing the funniest and most embarrassing anecdotes from your previous travels. You know, it's just, it doesn't have to be something amazing. It can be just very, very, as I said in the beginning, even boring. Something that you do anyway, but you just bring some quality. You bring some focus. You bring these holistic sex tools into it. And you take it from there. If you are with your, with your partner, you can just eye gaze. And, uh, and that's something that I think it was in one of the first, even, I think it was the first episode where I shared the practice. So go back to that one in the end. There is the eye gazing practice. So what you do is that you really sense your, your lover's presence and their focus on you. So feel it in, in your five senses. See their beauty and observe the features that you so love. Get curious. See beyond the physical body. Can you sense their emotional body? How are they feeling? What emotions might be coming up? Can you feel that there is a, a touching, you know, of the hearts? Can you feel that there might be some opening of the hearts? There's maybe some tear, you know, the eyes get a bit, bit watery or there's a little bit of, you know, laughter bubbling up or, you know, what is it? How are they feeling? And can you see them? in their mind? Who are they? Who are they really? I mean, really, really. And can you feel the tingles and the energy building up and moving between you two? How is their energy body? And can you see into their soul? You know, that eyes are the, the, the gate to the soul. So just open your heart and step into the intricate play of receiving and giving receiving and giving. That's the flow state, really. It's that where you, you're not always the one who gives and neglect, neglects your own needs and your own desires. You are accepting, you're receiving, you're receiving, but you're also giving. So it's, it's a play, really, to see it as a play. So yeah, those would be my five things I'd recommend you to do or be on your holiday. And I have certainly noticed that since my own healing has taken place, I don't get triggered anymore on my holiday. 
well, at least not on this this one. Um, there was one perhaps, but even that did go by. And I think there is also justified anger sometimes. And I don't want to suppress that either, but it's the way you show up in that is the, is the key. So anyway, I didn't have those old memories and attitudes and, and expectations. You know, that high vigilant state that, uh, can really trip me over every time. So having that kind of peace in my nervous system is just so blissful. It truly is. And the holistic sex tools have been the, the key in the, in, in this, on this healing path, which has been very pleasurable path in the end. And it's not all about me when somebody says or does something. You know, I don't need to react to everything and I can just let go. I can feel the compassion and I can feel self-compassion. I can laugh at things that before might have caused an upset. And I'm able to feel peace because I have grieved and allowed myself to feel the suppressed emotions. I think grieving is one of the the biggest taboos in in the society that we're not allowed to do. There's so much antidepressants. I mean, for goodness sake, it's just so sad. And if we stopped bottling things up and having opportunities to express and release those kind of cellular memories from our bodies in a safe way that cause us to feel so upset, so knotted, you know, so anxious and so reactive that we actually end up breaking our relationships or wounding each other really, really badly. So grieving is something I'm very passionate about. And I, there's a, there's a lot of new research coming up that we really ought to grieve more in order to flourish. And when we grieve, for instance, the uh, parenting we had, we let that go. We don't necessarily need to like in the in the sort of um, spiritual world, there's a lot of um, teaching about you need to forgive, 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 forgive. But actually, in my opinion, it can be suppression. So there is a lot to be said about allowing yourself to grieve that you weren't parented by your parents or your caregivers the way that would have helped you to thrive as a child, as a teenager, and as an adult and show up in your relationships in the best possible way. But nothing is too late. You can still do that. You can still get rid of that baggage or come, maybe maybe the better way to say is to come into peace with the baggage that you've had, you know, all those unmet needs, all those bad things that might have happened to you in the past. It's not about forgiveness and, and forgetting. It's about grieving. And if you don't know how to do that in a, in a safe way, please contact me. I'm, I'm happy to help. So by working on your own healing and taking responsibility for your own reactions and feelings, you can have so much better and happier, and I'd say sexier and juicier holidays. So you can contact me on my, at my email at anneblund, a-N-N-E-B-L-A-N-D, or one word, at selfishlyhappyu, that's dot com, that's U-S-Y-O-U, dot com. And there are a few opportunities still for private coaching available, and uh, 
And even if you have been already on a vacation and it was a disastrous one in any kind of way, I'd invite you to start working with yourself now, getting clarity on why you bring baggage to your new relationships and why you degenerate, for instance, being a child again in your multi-generational holiday, even if you already are a parent yourself. So get clarity on that. But don't twelve, uh, delve, uh, what's the word? Ah. Don't, don't kind of get caught, what I mean. Don't get, uh, caught in the narrative, in the story. Sometimes the why is not the most important thing, but the most important thing is to actually release it from your body's memory, from that cellular memory, from your muscles and the way you, um, you behave. So lastly, I think if you would like to start preparing or you know, playing with, with these tantric processes in the, in the last, no, in the 23rd episode, actually, I did a meditation, PLC meditation, and it's about 30, 32 minutes into the show. So in the end, so listen to that and see how, how you feel about that kind of practice. And if it works for you, you know, I'd invite you to, um, to maybe consider the pleasure quest that is going to open after the holidays. And um, if you don't bother to listen to the whole episode 23, email me and I can send you just the uh, meditation um, on its own to you. So PLC is all about connecting to your pleasure, connecting your pleasure with your love and consciousness. So it's pleasure, love and consciousness meditation. So it is about those three Chinese Taoistic Tantians, you know, the energy power centers, the lower Tantian, which is the sex, the pleasure, and your heart, your love, you know, in your, in your chest area. That's one of the power centers. And then in your head, in the third eye, the upper Tantian, which is your consciousness and your insightfulness and inspiration being one with everything else. So. PLC is one of the most nourishing and satisfying tantric practices I've created myself, you know, that has worked for myself. So it could be a nice way to kind of start playing with tantric practices. I know you've been listening to me for some time now, and I thank you for that. It's been a pleasure to be with you on this journey. And, uh, and I hope, you know, we will meet either through comments, through feedback, through reviews, or you can send a, um, a voice message for me uh, that I can publish here on, on, on the episodes or become uh, a guest on my show. So it's all possible. Just email me. We'll find a way to get you to uh, the next stage where you want to be, be it on your, on your holiday or in your life at large, because you are whole. Whatever you've gone through, you're not broken. You're perfect as you are. So this is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. See you on the pleasure path. Bye for now.